Washington State had Seattle Supersonics for many years, who That's became crazy. the Oklahoma City Were they Thunder. hedgehogs? What? Sonic? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I, As a no. I am mad at myself, not at you, because that took me too long to get, <laughs> and I just was staring at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I had a question today. We're in quarantine. Mm-hmm. This is our... So we took a b- little break uh, because of quarantine to get everything resettled in our house. And it's been going okay. I, I'm having a nice time so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there have already been times where the two of us have been going a little bit stir-crazy. Oh, from a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> from being just stuck in the house for too long. So, if you had to choose between being quarantined in your house Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life, you can have one person with you and you get all your essentials, you can work a job, whatever, but kind of like right now, unless it's an essential need, you are not going outside. Is the one person the same the whole time or you can just have one person at a time? I'll say this. You get one person... And if you want to jettison them at any point, you can, but then you're stuck with no one. Oh. So you got to choose carefully. So it can't just be like, oh, you're here now. No, you My can't mom swap people in, in for a week and then you Because back. it's going to, because okay. you're going to deal with that on the reverse choice. Oh, okay. So would you rather have this or you're stuck on a deserted island for the rest of your life with one person of your choosing who you can jettison permanently if you so choose that? Now, I'll say this. You're like Tom Hanks in Castaway, but somebody's going to make sure that you are able to survive. Mm-hmm. So so in this hypothetical, you're going to be able to get food to catch fish and and start a fire and do all the things that you need. You, know, you can slowly build and invent new things and build a shelter and do all of that over time. And you'll have like a sustainable life there. So there's not, it's not a question of whether or not, oh, I'm going to die if I go on an island. I don't don't know how to do this. Because I will. Yeah. But let's just say that you're going to survive and thrive there. I'd pick my house. Really? Yeah. I probably would too, because I feel like there's more known. Yeah. I'm comfortable. uh, I feel like being confined in a small two-bedroom Los Angeles apartment I feel like the confinement lends itself to going crazy faster than the island. Because in Castaway, he starts going crazy, but it's because no one's there. He doesn't have any interaction. If you were there with one other person. Right. But you're there with one other person. If you're at your house, you can still talk to other people. You just see one person. That's true. But you can't see anyone else face to face. Right. You can't see anyone else face to face on an island. Yeah, but you're outside. That's true. And you have like life thing. I don't know. I, see, I think you're right. I think, I mean, I feel like being in normal life still somewhat is better, yeah. but I feel like you could still have some semblance of it's, normalcy. It's closer than I might've originally thought. Like the more I think about it, the more I think it's closer. I'm closer to choosing the Island than I would think I don't know. because I just think like confinement 
for life. And once you know it's for life and knowing that you're so close to the outside, because the other thing is like when you're talking to other people, they're going to go about their lives and you're going to know everything that you're missing on an island, on an island with no contact, you're just living and you're just making it what, and you can't see anybody else living. That's a good point. But you're still probably right. What I'm saying is being stuck in the South with you is like being stuck on a deserted island. (laughs) All right. Welcome in. And thank you for sharing a podcast from our guest room. The whole (laughs) uh, we're not we're sharing a lot right now. Too much. Too much. Um, We're in quarantine. The whole thing about including, you know, on the like cover art and, you know, saying each time, you know, from our guest room is to welcome people in to, you know, conversations we might otherwise normally be having anyway and, you know, make it inviting and welcoming. Not this week. Stay out. Stay away. We are locked down in quarantine like most people in America are right now. So uh, you can enjoy this podcast and learn a little bit along with us from a safe distance from your own home. And this week really gets into the core of why we are doing this podcast. So we're going to, the, the idea, thank you for sharing. Thank you in advance to everyone who shares this with people. We are sharing something with each other that one of us doesn't know about. We're sharing it with you and hopefully you go on and share it with those in your life who don't know anything about sports. That's what would be me. That's what we're getting into this week. So we're going to have a three part series across it's a lot so we're doing one on basketball football and baseball we were originally going to try and do just the basics of these three sports in one podcast and it ended up being way too much (laughs) so um it's a lot to get into sports is a big part of my life in general and a lot of people's lives so if you are someone who knows about sports this may not be a ton of revelatory information but it'd be great for you to share with the person in your life or people who you know who don't know anything and you know get them educated on just the we're going to try and get into the very bare bones basics there's no nitty gritty here no we're not diving in like d like because there's so many sports podcasts out there and sports media and stuff but there's a shared language that I feel like you need to know to understand what any of those people are talking about. So we're going to try and break these things down into their most basic parts uh, because you know almost nothing about sports. You don't follow any sports on a day-to-day basis. But... Mm. Once every four years, you will watch people I swim. Yeah, I'm, I can show you the most acrobatic, amazing feats of athleticism involving many people in a team coordinated. And you're like, no, Don't but care. once every four years, I will watch someone swim in a straight line over and over I, again. There are few things I love more than the Olympics. For the other portion of the time in my life, I do not care at all about yeah. sports. Well, now it's once every five years. And then are they going to do it three years after? I don't know. Or are they going to do it another four years? Is it going to be nine years from now, the next one? Or no, five years from now, the next Summer Olympics? Uh, That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. 
We're not qualified to answer. Um, I just love them. I just watch yeah. them. I don't know anything about them, but I think they're very exciting. But in everyday life, so uh, consuming sports, not my thing. With these, I like to get into why we like the thing that we're talking about before we we get too far in. So what about, so coming from your perspective of that's really the only, I mean, you'll pop in and watch things here or there if mm-hmm. forced to, but like that's the only sporting event really that you go out of your way to watch. So what about it connects with you in that way? I love that you get so deep into the stories. Like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So like the Olympics are presented as like, an event, which I guess sports are too, yeah. if you think about it. So, but it's certain, just more common. Well, it's yeah. Like you know, you like get so passionate about the people. They're like characters in a very exciting story. You know who their parents are. They show their, you know, their whole family in the stands cheering them on, and it's very heartwarming and exciting. And then they win, and you're so happy, and you're like rooting for your country. And it's just a nice time where it's the one time that I get excited about being from the United States of America. <laughs> Wait, you're not really proud right this very minute what? about uh, uh, what America uh, is doing? Uh, um, anyway. So I feel like you hit the nail on the head, really. I feel like it's just because because I think people like different things for this same reason, whether or not it's sports or other. Yeah. I mean, you even, get even The Bachelor or whatever, right. like we talked about. I mean, people find things to root for and they watch events where they pick their favorite mm-hmm. and then they talk to other like watching we watched the voice last year for the first time or i used to watch it and i hadn't for a long yeah. time and you get sucked into mm-hmm. rooting for certain the people or predicting and- what's going to happen and judging who did what well mm-hmm. and, and all of that and so i feel like the olympics is unique in that it presents um people who you don't see often and so you get so they feel like small it's like they're not like rich athletes they're like Like, from my hometown so that's an element I feel like of disconnect that maybe some people have as they see like athletes who get paid millions of dollars but there's also a lot of similarities in that you have like most people have civic pride in that Mm -hmm. they're rooting for a team from their city or region or whatever especially in college sports college sports is like the biggest for i just care about the college i don't really care about like i'll get invested in players but the players rotate out so quickly it's why i don't really like college sports as much is because i like getting attached to the players and i like the storylines and i like those things to continue in people's careers and those things continue Mm -hmm. over time Mm -hmm. whereas in college, they're just gone. And it's, you're just rooting for your thing, like mm-hmm. my college, my city, my whatever. So, I mean, I feel like that actually hits on a lot of things. I think there's also, if you played sports, you Listen, have a greater appreciation. I okay. played basketball uh-huh. in third grade. Third grade? And I was amazing. That's high level. Mostly because I was taller than everyone else. <laughs> so I could just put my hands up and stand there and, and that hope was for it. the best. <laughs> And what? Why did your basketball career not develop further than third grade? Um, I wasn't very good. <laughs> you just said you were so good. It's so tall. Um, Everybody else like grew. A, there was that a short summer. period of time where I was like, "I'm going to be a basketball player," and I was like really serious about it. And I'm like, that's what I wanted to do for like f- maybe four weeks. Wow. A whole four weeks. A whole month. That's a long time. It's a when long you're a kid time to, in, in to third a, grade. Have a future per, mm-hmm, profession. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I wasn't very athletic. I realized. 
just never never took off for me. But yeah, so I mean, when you play certain sports like earlier in your life, especially, I feel like you get yeah somewhat. I mean, that, again, that happens with anything. People watching professional people playing video games or skiing or whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's something you do, you have a bit more appreciation because you're like, wow, I know that I that's really that. hard mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not that good at it. Yeah. So later in the podcast, once we get into baseball, um, I'm going to, I'll share with you my most, uh, emotional sports story mm. of my life or sports memory. Like this, this, the thing that is cemented in my head that is like, this will be the, the most impactful sports thing that will happen in my life it just because i was a child and now as an was adult it? something can't have that but it's like oh. so the the confluence of events makes it to me the greatest sporting event in the history of all time and it can't be passed was it watching a league of their own <laughs> because that's my favorite sports memory <laughs> there's no crying in baseball there's not. um okay it's crazy I never thought about how hard it is to break sports down into their most basic parts and like explain why certain things happen the way they do. Mm-hmm. So it's actually you, you like because to explain one thing, you have to explain five other things. Right. That's the, how you got to that point. Um, because the rules. So I'm going to no try sense. and get through the really base. I, I'm, I'm going to sound like a little bit probably that. I'm not intentionally treating you like an idiot. Like you don't know anything. Oh, please but do. I'm, <laughs> But I'm going into it kind of for the audience who knows nothing about sports. I too. also because, know nothing because even about like sports. even if you like know that hey in baseball someone throws the ball and the other person hits it, you have to start at those most basic things yeah. to then understand everything. Everything else that, that happens. why it happens. I will say I probably have from my extensive career in basketball. Mm-hmm. I probably know most about basketball. Okay. I've watched a lot of football. I have understood none of it. Okay. Baseball, football. I find the most boring sport next to golf. So we'll get into football or baseball. We'll get into all of them. We'll get into baseball and how my interest in baseball has waned over the years. Because um, it's boring? Well, it just needs... So to be reworked, it can be interesting. And it, earlier in my life as a child, when I had less attention, well, I don't know if I have less, I might have less attention span now. <laughs> it's America awful. has less attention span and that's why they don't like baseball anymore. It's actually, it's actually kind of like, I, never liked I have a little bit of like this, uh, like ego maniacal thing in the back of my head that I, where I associate with baseball because for a hundred years, <laughs> baseball was America's most popular uh, sport. America's and when I was a child, Baseball was my favorite sport. And then the exact like five to 10 year period where I transitioned from not liking baseball as much, America also (laughs) transitioned. And I'm like, wow, my life lined up perfectly (laughs) with. um, But anyway, we'll get into that. 30 seconds of excitement for a four and a half hour game. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we'll get we'll we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, Let's start with basketball because it's my personal favorite sport, the sport I like to watch, follow um, specifically the NBA, I'm doing all in terms of like the leagues, I'm doing all professional sports. Sounds great. We could do a whole like and then if you care about soccer or golf or tennis, we're going to do a little lightning round <laughs> trivia at the oh. end about other sports <gasps> to just to gauge. Do you know the very top line <laughs> things Woods. about? other? Yes, that's <laughs> the answer um, about some of the other sports. Some other ones, maybe we'll do a whole podcast later down the road. I'd love to get somebody else in to teach about soccer because I know a little bit. But the way European soccer works, which is 
the best leagues that most people follow. It's way different than American mm-hmm. sports. Like they have all these different leagues and, and tournaments yeah, and it's, it's the way it's structured. It's totally different. So maybe we'll do a whole separate one on that at least, if not some others. But starting with the basics, the b-ball, the b-ball. pass me the rock. So basketball is a sport play a wooden court. Typically okay. there's two, two rounds. I'm not going to get that. There's two <laughs> baskets. They have backboards. It's a, you play on a court normally inside, at least for professionals. You have a ball, five players on the court at a time. Each team's goal is to shoot the ball through the hoop okay. and make it through. Are you with me so oh, far? I got it. <laughs> okay. Um, you can only move if you're bouncing the ball mm-hmm. with one hand. Dribbling. Dribbling, if you, if you will. When you're shooting the ball, it's two points for a normal shot. Mm-hmm. Three points if you're outside, if you are past the three-point line, mm-hmm. which is a line drawn on the court. If the other team, so that's so two points for that, three points for a three-point shot. The other team hits you illegally, it's called a foul, and then you get free throws where you stand at a different line and nobody's allowed to block you and you get to just shoot those. You get, you know, if it's a two-point shot, you get two. If it's a three-point shot, you get three. Those each count for one point only. Oh, is that how it works? So if you get, yeah. And feel free to ask as many questions as you can. I always wondered like how they decide how many you get. So if you get fouled while shooting a normal shot, you get two shots. If you get fouled while you're shooting a three-pointer... You get three shots. If that's that's both of those are assuming you miss it. If you make it, it's called an and one. You get one, one. shot, but your basket counts plus also. you get a bonus <gasps> shot. So that's if you're good. so the best play you can make in basketball is to get fouled on a three point shot Ooh. and make it, and then get the one extra and you get a four point play. Um, there's other rules about like if you get fouled too much, you go into the bonus. It's the whole thing. Um, you can shoot free throws if you get fouled, just like when you're not shooting. But there's a bunch of rules around that. We okay. won't get into that. But right most now. of the time, yeah, free throws are shot by the person shooting the ball. Correct. Got it. Yeah. So in most games, there's four quarters. You have a, you play for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. and so like in youth high school, everything you have four quarters in the game. In the NBA, those are 12 minutes each. In college basketball, you have two halves, two 20-minute halves, so 40 minutes instead of 48 total. I don't know why that is. It's totally arbitrary. Hmm. You could play one long game. It's just breaking it up. <laughs> uh, quick question. Go ahead. Maybe you'll get into this. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like, is there any length of time that the players are allowed to play, or can a player play the entire game? A player- they feel fine. A, a player can theoretically play as long as they want. Okay. Uh, like an NBA player could play 48 minutes a game. Most don't. I right. feel like out of the 48, a starter, like good NBA player who plays as much as possible in the regular season, they will play 30 plus 30 to 35 uh-huh. minutes probably in that range and then sit. For, so they play about two thirds of the game and sit for some of the time. Um, and then players who aren't as good play less, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all strategic. Yeah. And, you know, what the body can handle in the NBA, you play 82 games over the course Whoa. of the season. So, yeah. So there's a whole there's a whole thing in the NBA. It's a funny question because it's a whole thing in the NBA right now of a lot of players are doing what's been coined as load management, <laughs> which is a great term. Um, I need I need more load management in my life. <laughs> 
everybody uh, could use everyone's load needs load to be managed <laughs> from time to time so some players are trying to play less games like when for just because of the way scheduling works sometimes they have to play back-to-back nights may, sometimes even in two separate cities and so That's they rough. will maybe skip one of those games and sit out and not play mm-hmm. um trying to preserve their bodies for the end of the season in the playoffs when it matters the most um so, and then the last, like, just very basic thing, the main stats that there's a million stats in basketball and the NBA has gotten very analytical in terms of um, studying stats and efficiencies and all of that. So, but the main ones that people look at just off the top are like points, mm-hmm. rebounds, which is when someone misses a shot and you get the ball from that. And then assists are like when you pass the ball to someone and they score immediately off of that mm. and you're sort of Did not know helping to yeah helping to create that basket so um and there's all kinds of people who keep track of that stuff and yeah like i said steals blocks you know there's all kinds of different stats but those are like if you hear the term a triple double is that a burger yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, you go down to In N Out uh-huh. and you add on the secret menu, you say, Can I get a triple double? <laughs> um, no, that is when you get three of one of the main, or all three of the main stats, you get at least 10 of each of those. So 10 per points game? in a single game 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Mm. Double digits of three different stats. You can technically do it with blocks or steals. Mm-hmm. It's not like a really official stat, but it's a thing that people use as like, Oh, that was a great game. He had a triple double because he did a lot. It's kind of a sign of you do a lot of different things. You don't just oh, score see. or do one thing. You're well rounded. Well rounded. Like just a ball. what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like my players to look like basketballs. Me too. The more they look like a basketball, the better bettler they are. Bettler. The bet middler they are. <laughs> Um, she loves sports. She loves those damn Yankees. <laughs> uh, she was probably in damn Yankees at some uh, point. Why sure. not? So now, so those are the basics of how basketball is okay. played. Do you have any questions beyond uh, that? I think I understand the rules. Yeah. There's more rules, obviously, I mean, than I what mean, I just the, laid the out. Yeah, yeah, but it. that's just the basics of how the game sort of functions. Yeah. Uh, well, you're probably going to get into this. Are there different positions there are i i ha- don't have it noted out in basketball because they're honestly it's not as important it's right? not as important as other sports okay um there's actually a thing especially in the nba that has like a trend sort of where people talk about it being positionless basketball because now as the game has evolved and you know people are playing more and more as, and when they're younger and all this stuff and athletes get better a lot of bigger guys can now dribble better, shoot mm-hmm. better. Like in the you They're know seventies, eighties, nineties, like if you were a big seven foot guy, you just went down low and yeah. banged around with people and that was your job. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> all right. Yeah, that's my job. Um and there, now you have guys who are six eight, six nine, seven feet Jeez. who can dribble and shoot and do everything. So now there's who's doing what it's not like the little guy dribbles all the time and the big guy yeah. does whatever everyone's a little bit more fluid in like the different positions so it's a little bit less important your traditional positions though are point guard who's like the main dribbler ball handler he mm-hmm. gets everything going shooting guard and small forward are normally like people call them wings now they're like 
guys who are typically good at scoring and shooting and like probably bigger than the point guard Mm -hmm. traditionally, but yeah, they sort of play on the outside power forward. You see a small forward and power forward. It's sort of, I mean, the position positions in basketball historically are just a transition of sizes. And then there's some case today. No, that's kind of what I'm saying is that with, you know, quote unquote positionless basketball and it's not a hundred percent. You still have bigger guys. But is that like, like even today, are there like, do you see teams where you're you like, see teams, oh, that's pretty accurate that like the bigger guys still play these sure positions? I mean, it's more that when you're selecting who is going to be on your team, mm-hmm. you want a variety of skills and abilities. Yeah. So typically a big guy is going to be better at getting rebounds and blocking mm-hmm. shots and defending closer to the basket. Um deterring people from getting easy shots because he can come up and block them. So you, so most teams still want some of those bigger guys. They also have the advantage of like, if they're close to the basket and someone smaller is on them, they could just shoot right over him. Mm-hmm. Whereas a smaller guy who's probably quicker, maybe is better at handling the ball. He's lower to the ground, all of those things. So, so you, it's more of like, I need a variety. And this is what people have started to realize is that, Oh, well, like one of the players I'll get to Giannis Antetokounmpo, Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's six eleven, oh and he and he essentially plays point guard for his team a lot of the time. He's like the main guy who dribbles and initiates Amazing. because he just is good. Runs at the basket, and if like, it, it, like you know, if you're some lumbering seven foot dude who can't have no skill, and I tr- and you try and dribble to the basket, someone's going to steal it from you. Mm-hmm. If you're six eleven and very good with the ball and very skilled and he just comes like a freight train what are you gonna do (laughs) and the answer is nothing if you can figure that out you'd be a coach in the nba because nobody knows (laughs) so that's where i talk about like the blurring of positions these days Mm -hmm. because if you have a big guy who can do what the small guys used to do well now he's i mean that was always lebron like that's why lebron is one of if not the greatest player of all time because he's six eight 270 pounds and he plays point guard, essentially. Mm-hmm. He is the most skilled dribbler, not necessarily outside shooter, although he's pretty good at that, too. But in terms of, like, handling the ball, passing, he's one of the best passers mm-hmm. of all time. And so it's, it's all of those skills and brain power in a huge guy. It becomes unstoppable, basically. Right. So to answer your overall question, no, you you're not seeing rigid, like, oh, that guy's a center and he's only going to do a certain thing. Okay. It's more... we. St- most teams still want a variety. Now, more Makes teams sense. have started playing what quote unquote small ball <laughs> where you have a bunch of like, you don't really have a big guy and that's mm-hmm. usually done to get a bunch of shooters, a bunch of, it's basically instead of having one bigger guy who maybe can't do some of the things, we're going to get five guys who can pass dribble and shoot. They're all really skilled. They can stand around the three point line and space the floor out. It makes it easier like if you don't have uh, on for the team playing defense, because in the NBA, most teams are playing. This is getting way <laughs> this is getting into the weeds, but it's getting at your like it's getting at a conceptual yeah, yeah. understanding of who's playing and what are they doing? Yeah. Normally, if you have a big guy and he's not good at shooting threes, then the guy whose job it is to guard him doesn't have to go out to the three point line. Even if his even if that guy goes out there and stands there, he's like. Well, I don't have to stand close to him because he can't do anything from out there anyway. Mm. So I'll just stand over here 
And now I can get in this other guy's way who's trying to go to the basket because and so and now you have it's called five out. You see a lot more teams playing with five guys, even if they are bigger. You play with five guys who can all shoot threes, which mm-hmm. is something that never happened 20 years ago. Yeah. And so by having that now the floor, everyone's spaced out and it makes it easier for me to try and dribble in and get an easy shot by the basket, which is the goal. Like, the you know, in, in basketball analytics and efficiency and everything sort of tells you shoot three pointers because they're worth more than two. So mathematically that makes sense. And then uh, the closer you are to the basket, the better, It's easier to make the shot. So you want to get as many free, you want to get as many layups, dunks, shots right by the basket. A layup is when you just like go right to the basket, lay it right in layups, dunks, free throws, three pointers are the best shots. Anyway, that was a long tangent, but yeah, so there are bigger and smaller guys typically, but it's more about having different skill sets. I need a guy who can dribble and pass and get everyone involved. I need guys who can shoot. I need guys who can play defense. I need guys who are big to get rebounds and stuff like that. So that makes sense. it's all about team composition. Teamwork. Yeah, basketball is teamwork. very – it's like it's interesting because it's a very team-based sport, but it's also one of the few sports where one player matters the most. Like LeBron goes who? to a certain team. What? Who? <laughs> who? Who matters? What? Who matters the most? The, whoever's the best. Oh, <laughs> like one, I thought you. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Like one player. Like if you have one great player in football, it might not matter if everyone around them. Sucks. Yeah. And that's still somewhat the case in basketball. But you put LeBron with a bunch of nobodies and they're still a halfway decent team because mm-hmm. he's, he's so there. good and he can have the ball on every play. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about other sports. Like in ba- baseball, you have nine hitters in the lineup. Your best player hits one out of every nine times. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder it's so boring. And that's why we'll get to it in other sports, but like the person who has the ball the most, so in baseball, the pitcher or in football, the quarterback mm-hmm. are the most important because they impact the game the most in basketball could be one guy every single time wow. going down the court. It's not usually that, but could know, be. that's why, you know, single players in basketball, like the best players, they have way more negotiating money. power. They had make more money. Well, the money aspect of sports is a whole different that's thing. Whole Every thing. league is totally different, but, um, yeah, they make more like the gap between the best and the worst players is really big. Anyway, getting back into the basics, yes. but that's how you put a team together in the NBA. You're now a general manager. Amazing. Do I get paid? Sure. Great. Yeah. Cool. 30 teams. I'm transitioning from basics now. Do you have any more like questions about how the game works? So now we're getting into the National Basketball Association. 30 teams divided into two conferences, East and West. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Does every state that has a team only have one team? No. Our city that we currently live in, Los Angeles, has the Clippers. (laughs) Yeah, has the Clippers and the Lakers. Um, In most sports, like New York, has two teams in all four of like the major team sports: basketball, football, baseball, hockey. They have two teams in each of those. They have eight total professional sports teams. Um, they, got they got a lot of people. Yeah, you got the most people. Like you can, you basically what what determines if a place has a team. Oftentimes, is is there enough money? Mm-hmm. You know, is there enough people, big enough TV contracts, all of that to sustain a team in comparison to other cities? So, LA and New York often have multiple teams because they have the most people. Yeah. 
two conferences, East and West. They play 82 games in what is called the regular season. And the regular season is just an, an exact number of 82 games. And what that determines is who gets into the playoffs, which is like the tournament at the end of the season to determine the ultimate champion. So what's interesting is you could be the best team for 82 games and then you could lose in the playoffs mm. and you're not the best anymore. How many teams go to the playoffs? In basketball, 16, eight from each conference. Mm. So they play tournament style. They play in seven. The best. sweet 16. That's in college basketball. Oh. <laughs> okay. Because co- <laughs> So this is a little bit different in that it's not a tournament like in college basketball where it's one. It's so exciting and crazy because it's one game. And if they mm. lose, you're out. It's a series. It's a bunch of seven game series. Best of seven. So for each for, pairing? Yeah. So oh first team to win four. The NBA playoffs takes about two months. Oh, geez. Yeah, or a, a little less than two months. So f- let's take the Eastern Conference. Okay. The number one team will play against the number eight team. Mm-hmm. And then the number two will play the number seven and so on and so forth. They'll play first to win four games. I've always found it annoying. They call it a best of seven series instead of a first to four series. <laughs> because a lot of times you don't play seven games. Yeah. You, you could be over in just four. Play four. Yeah, it's I mean, it's normally five or six, maybe mm-hmm. seven. But yeah. Anyway, so you play first to win four in each series. And that goes on until you have one team left from the east, one team left from the west. They play each other in the NBA finals. Not as great of a name as like the World Series or the Super Bowl mm. NBA finals. They need a better yeah, it doesn't really have like a yeah, it's not great branding, but like whatever. Call it like the basket bowl. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a great name. That's great why I'm name. laughing. I laugh at great ideas. <laughs> I laugh right in their face. Uh the basket bowl, they could call it that. That it's is great. one choice. Yes. So typically in the NBA, the season starts in October, it ends in early June. That might not be true anymore. Mm. We're currently in a time when all sports are shut down. What do people do now? Which people? Me? People who go crazy. (laughs) Watch a million episodes of Seinfeld. (laughs) The people who play sports, what are they doing? No, the people who watch sports and not much else. Uh, One thing is the NBA during this time released a free, uh, you could get NBA League Pass for free. Which is like the service you pay you for to watch all of the games. Happened. So you can watch old games. Yeah. I mean, if you're really it's into basketball, I haven't done it. But if you are super into basketball and you want to watch, you know, old games, then I don't. have at it. Okay. Good. That's nice that they're offering Speaking that. of old games, <laughs> I'm going to get into, I mean, all the, all sports have long histories with a ton of different people who mm. have mattered. I'm going to. You know what? What? My orthodontist yeah. played in the NBA. Oh, really? He was. A trailblazer. Was it Scottie Pippen? I wish. He is not an orthodontist, but he did live in my old neighborhood. Wow. Yeah. I would see him at the grocery store. Scottie Pippen? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You told me that. That's why that name was in my head. He's not associated associated with Portland in any way other than he played. (laughs) No, he was there for what, like a couple of years or something? A year or two there, Yeah. yeah. But I guess he lived there after his career was over, clearly. No, I thought, well, maybe not. Well, this would have been, he would have played there in like 2000. Yeah. Okay. He's still playing when I. Oh, okay. So he I'm old. Lived there I don't know if you know that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You lived in a bygone era. I, I did. 
1975. So I'm, I'm just going to hit the brief because basketball is really broken into several distinct eras. So like, like I said, because the best players have such a huge impact on winning, mm-hmm. you see throughout history of basketball, there are these chunks where one or two teams will really dominate for a long time. It's never the trip. Never the Trailblazers. They had one pretty good team, the Jailblazers. <laughs> I do remember As that was in known. my time. Yeah, that was like early two thousands, late yeah. late nineties into the early yeah. two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, never the Trailblazers. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't even have made the playoffs this year had there been playoffs. Jesus, is so sad. So going back to the late fifties and sixties. You have, this was not too much, like the NBA really kind of formed in some form in like the late 40s, early 50s. There was a bunch of these little leagues that were starting and several of them merged together. Uh, And there was another merger in the 70s. The ABA became big. American Basketball Association? I believe so. And so that actually became a competitor to them and then they ended up merging, which has happened with a bunch of different sports leagues, but... There can only be one. There can only be one. So Bill Russell played for the Boston Celtics, my team of choice, mm. the most historically acclaimed franchise in basketball history. One more championship than who do you think has the second most? The Lakers. The Lakers do. <laughs> second in, in championships in NBA history. Bill Russell, he won... 11 championships oh in the span of 13 years. Are you kidding? Yeah, and he won one in college, too, before that. Wow. So he's sort of, like, known as the greatest winner in the history of team sports. That's wild. Because nobody else is even close no. to that. Um, he did have a rival in that time, Wilt Chamberlain, who was, like, a Wilt. more a more decorated individual player he holds oh. a ton of records he's the only person to ever score 100 points in a game i think the next closest is like 81 he averaged over 50 points a game in a Ooh. season so he was ridiculously good um and but lost to bill russell and the celtics in the finals several times in the playoffs so then you fast forward so that was like 50s 60s 70s is kind of a weird time there's not like really a great team it's kind of a weird time in nba history the late 70s like they were just merging with the ABA. In the 80s, you start up and you have Larry Bird on mm. the Celtics. Uh, Will Chamberlain did actually win a championship for the Lakers. So there was, he played for a few teams, but the Lakers were one of them. So there was a rivalry there. And then in the 80s, you have Larry Bird on the Celtics, Magic Johnson on the Lakers, Ooh. Magic Johnson along with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Mm-hmm. The only, so they're known as the Showtime Lakers because for the time they were incredibly exciting, could score a ton of points. Mm-hmm. I would say the two, not the two best players ever, but the best pairing of players. Like that's the, probably the only team that has two players who are top seven by m- most people, top six wow. players of all time on the same team. That's, so they won wow. five championships in the 80s. The Celtics won three. Um, they had several good players too. And so they had a big rivalry back and forth. And then in the 90s, you have Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. On the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. <laughs> wow, really? Him and Shaq. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Why? I don't know. Well, I love Shaq. Yeah. Who doesn't love Why Shaq? Why not? Why wouldn't you? Michael Jordan was like the guy. Yeah, when you're a you kid. Know? Yeah. See, I've just missed sort of the Michael I era. Really I was old. like, I mean, just a couple of years. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I just I kind mean, of, he was, jam. he was gone. He was like at the tail end when I really even started paying attention to basketball. He won three championships in a row, two different times. 91 to 94 Ooh. and 96 to 98. Wow. He won. I believe those are the years he won. And in the middle, famously went to try and play baseball. I remember yeah. that. And uh, he was terrible. I mean, not terrible. Like he's better, than, better most than, people, than most people. But sure. he was in the minor leagues and not doing particularly well you know, even there. Stay in your lane. Yeah. It's really because everyone, like, everyone, the, the big debate amongst basketball right now is LeBron legacy wise, LeBron versus Michael Jordan. Can like is LeBron so great that he has surpassed even the greatness of Michael Jordan? I would tell you, I think LeBron is probably like a better player. Like if I was going to pick a team and you take exactly how they were when the time mm-hmm. they played, I mean LeBron has a lot of the same skills as Michael Jordan, and he's bigger, faster, and stronger. And sure. so. But like, but Michael Jordan has the career that's almost yeah and just untouchable. like fame-wise. I mean like LeBron's famous. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but like you say Michael Jordan and mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't know anything about sports knows who Michael Jordan yeah. is. There's like, few athletes who have transcended. I think LeBron Jordan. is probably to that status as yeah. well. But there's only a handful of people. Like you said one earlier, Tiger Woods is one. Like there's but there's only like household name. Like, this, like, like even beyond household like sports names, just like anyone in America. Once knows LeBron who that is. is in a half animated basketball movie, he then will talk be to soon. Me. I know. It's coming. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. He was in train we'll talk. That's true. With Bill Hader and Amy Schumer. I actually really liked that. <laughs> but the one blemish, and it's not on his basketball career, it's that he <laughs> quit basketball and went to play baseball and was terrible. And I think the motivation of that was he imagined himself winning the World Series in being a champion in two sports and going, I'm the best Ever. athlete, period, across any sport. No one can touch me. And then he sucked. <laughs> And then he came back to basketball and dominated again, which makes it like this. If that hadn't happened, it's such a horrific like derailment of someone's career. And because he came back and won three more championships, it almost makes it like this mythic part of the story that had to happen. And people are like, because he probably wouldn't like great teams get this fatigue where it's really hard to win year after year after year because you're playing longer than anybody else. You, you just exhausting. like you get tired of the people that you're with. There's all this ego and like yeah. it's just really hard to keep winning. And so a lot of people think that if he hadn't taken some kind of break that Probably he because his like happen. his claim to fame is that he was in the finals six times and he was six and out. Mm-hmm. So in the most important games that there were, he never lost yeah. a series. He lost earlier in the playoffs, which people never really like to yeah, pay attention. To yeah. But he got I'm beat, just, beat by the Pistons like 12 that times. But good yeah. at basketball. Mm-hmm. Why do you need like you already are on top of the world? You got it all. Well, I Why? think that's like, what, what I think to what <laughs> I think he's like in the moment. His, his in the moment explanation was like he was I've it. done everything. Yeah. Like, I can't be beat in this sport. I'm killing everyone three years in a row. He ended the Lakers and Magic Johnson. He played Magic yeah. Johnson and the Lakers in his first championship he ever won and just decim and like that was the end of them and mm-hmm. he sort of took over the league from there yeah he just 
did it all. And so he was like, I'm gonna go do something else. And he came back and he won again. So, and they came back with the wizards a few years later. I don't know if you remember that (laughs) the Washington wizards, he, he bought in and became a part owner of the team and then went on to play many years after he had previously retired. He was okay. He was still good, but he wasn't team go. (laughs) Oh, they weren't great. And uh, they don't exist anymore. Do do. they? The Washington wizards. Is that a thing? Yeah. Still today. Yes. Still to this. They're not great. They haven't been good (laughs) very much in their history, but I've never, they won a champion. They were, they used to be the Washington bullets and they won a championship in the seventies, I think. But yeah, they are Washington state. No, Washington DC. Oh yeah. No, not Washington state. Yeah. Uh, Washington state had Seattle supersonics for many years. Who became the Oklahoma City Were they Thunder. hedgehogs? What? Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, As a no. I am mad at myself, not at you, because that took me too long to get. <laughs> and I just was staring at you like, what are you talking about? Hedgehogs. How oh. is a supersonic a hedgehog? Um... <laughs> It makes perfect sense. No, they're not hedgehog. They don't <laughs> exist anymore. So anyway, so that's and then in the two thousands, like since Michael Jordan, there was Shaq and Kobe. Early two thousands with the Lakers, they won three out of four championships. Tim Duncan and the Spurs, they're like weird because they were good for about a twenty year span, but they never won two in a row. Oh. They won five championships wow. over twenty years, oh. <laughs> but they were never like dominant in any they just kept reinventing themselves and being good never heard of that. um but tim duncan was the only player who spanned across all of those very good uh the miami heat in 2010 they had the big three lebron Dwayne wade chris bosh um, that was like a big deal they were only together for four years and then lebron left and then the last few years steph curry mm-hmm. and the warriors were the dominant team kevin durant as well for several years they won three championships out of five in, in the finals five times in a row. Mm-hmm. So that's the history. Brief history of basketball. Um, I'll give you, I'm going to give you just a handful of players to know who are currently playing. Okay. And this is not a list of the best, purely like the best players in the league, but some of the most famous and noteworthy for one reason or another. LeBron James, mm-hmm. obvious. If you haven't heard of LeBron, I can't help you. Google him. Google him. He's been the best player for the past 15 years. Kawhi Leonard, he okay. won the championship last year with the Toronto Raptors. Mm. He is a robot. Okay. If you see him in any commercials or anything, he's starting to get a little bit more of that in becoming more of a star. He's like leaned into this persona of like being no a robot with no personality. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, like listening to hear it, like hearing him talk on camera or something is so unbelievably uncomfortable <laughs> because he just and he had this one laugh one time that was really awkward that people play oh, all the time no. <laughs> um so he's incredibly good um he's just very mysterious he he like for he played for the spurs who were like the wizards he, he played for the spurs who were the gold standard organization in terms of like they do everything the right way and they're like just classy and Greg Popovich is one of the best coaches ever. And so he was like going to be the guy who continued that. Mm. And then he got hurt and he didn't like, I think he didn't like that. They're, they're like a very not flashy organization Mm -hmm. and they don't, 
like Tim Duncan was this incredible player who was never as big of a star. Is probably why you never heard of him because he's never as big of a star as he was good. And so he forced his way out of there. He's like, you need to trade me. I don't want to play here anymore. He didn't like the way they handled his injury, things like that. So, and then he went to the Raptors, won a champ, played for them for one year, won the championship and he was a free agent, which means you're allowed to sign with whatever team you want. And he went and now he's with the Clippers. One of the craziest things. I don't think anybody's ever done that. Went to a team for one year, won a championship and then they're like, see ya gone. (laughs) So he's just very mysterious. People don't know a lot of things about him. I'm intrigued. I'm, I mentioned him earlier, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. He is from Greece. Oh. He doesn't look like who you would associate from being <laughs> from Greece. <laughs> just um, he is a giant. Cool. He's 6'11". And oh, my God. Just incredibly good at a lot of things. Who does he play for? He plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. He is the first really good player they've had in a while. Say his name one more time. Giannis. Spelled Giannis. Okay. Say Giannis. Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Which I think I'm saying slightly one. wrong. I think it's like. I trust you. But that's like kind of how people say it. He's, he's fairly young. He's like 25. But becoming clearly once LeBron's gone. He won the MVP. He's taken over. He won the most valuable player award for the regular season last he's year. He's making his own shoes. Uh, oh, well, I'm sure he has shoes. Yeah, he's. Incredibly dominant, but he's still, he's like the next great player on the rise. Steph Curry, injured for much of this season, before the season was suspended. Married to Ayusha Curry. Married. Has very cute kids. Sure. Riley, adorable. She's so cute. So he's kind of changed the game. He, he, He was, I mean, things outside of just him were happening, but he was like sort of the poster boy for the game taking on this evolution of like everyone shoots threes and like, I don't know. He's a very identifiable player because he's, he's like six, three and his dad was in the NBA. And so it's, it's, yeah, his dad was a great shooter in the NBA. He was like, like great shooters from three point in like the nineties and stuff were kind of more specialty players. Like Mm. you would just get a guy who's a great shooter and that's kind of mainly what he did. Now almost everybody shoots threes. But his dad was like a great shooter. And so he had obviously the genetic lottery still. Yeah. But because he's not like this huge guy, he people identify and you see him being so skilled and you're like, oh, he worked hard and like just developed his skills. And that's why he's here, not because he's like seven feet. So I feel like it's a bit of like a misconception that people are like, oh, he's just like he's like this five, six guy who just like worked his way up. And it's like, well, no. his dad was in the NBA and he's doing OK. Yeah. So he right. has some natural gifts, but he is probably the most like purely skilled player mm-hmm. I've ever seen play. Like the way he dribbles and shoots and everything is like unparalleled. Are you familiar with stuff, Curry? Go on. <laughs> okay, so there's this little chubby kid on the internet. Oh, God. And he's like a baby, but he looks just like Steph Curry. Oh, really? But chunky. Yeah. And so people call him Steph Curry. Uh-huh. And he's the cutest little Is he chunkster. good at basketball? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. He's a baby. But he's so cute. I gotta look him up. He's just okay. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. You got Steph and Steph. Kevin Durant, who for the past few years played with Steph Curry on the Warriors, left last year, now plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Even <laughs> We're looking at a picture of Steph Curry. He's so cute. 
<laughs> yeah, Google a picture of Steph Curry. It's worth it. So he, so Kevin Durant in the finals last year, he was hurt and then he came back mm. and then he dropped. And about 10 minutes into the game that he came back, he <gasps> tore his Achilles. Oh. Which is like the most brutal basketball injury that you can oh. have. I mean, other than like getting your leg chopped off or something, that, but like normal that, injuries that happen. That's like tearing your Achilles is really bad. And painful. So he's out for this year. Um, mm. And when he comes back, he'll be on the Brooklyn Nets with another guy on this list, Kyrie Irving. You're familiar with Kyrie Irving because... Uncle... Drew. Uncle Drew. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say uh, Uncle we Buck. We went and saw Uncle that Drew. Right. Uncle Buck. <laughs> he's John Candy. Um, and he's uh, Kyrie Irving. Little did you know, he actually teaches bobsledding. <laughs> uh, the man should not act. I like Uncle Drew, but it's only because it's nostalgic for an era of bat. Like a lot of the players who are like, uh, yeah, Lisa Shaq's, Leslie was there and I had a good time. Yeah, Lisa Leslie's in it, Shaq, Reggie Miller, like players when I was young watching basketball are in it. And okay. they, it's very self-referential and there's a lot of basketball jokes. It's not a great movie he overall. himself, not an actor. Uh, what's his name? Lil Ray... Lil Rel Howery. Lil Lil Rel. I can never say his name right. I know. Lil Rel Howery. Yeah, he's funny. He's great. I like him He carries that movie. Um, Oh, yeah, big time. So Kyrie Irving, I I wouldn't, I hate Kyrie Irving. Okay. (laughs) He played for the Celtics. He got traded to the Celtics two years ago, and he was a nightmare. Is he still on the team? As like a teammate. No, he left and went with Kevin Durant to the Nets. They went together. And already, like two weeks into it, the Nets, you started hearing reports where they're like, this guy's like off. He's just weird. Like he's mm-hmm. moody. I don't know. There's like weird. He's just, he's very difficult. It seems to get along with. Mm, he fun. had very like, he was trying to be this like public leader guy with the Celtics and he was just terrible. Yeah. Like nobody liked him. He was like, just, I don't know. He, he, whatever. What More power H. to him. He's a very good player. Not like fair. individually. He's never, he was on, so he was on LeBron's team in Cleveland that miraculously a few years ago, they were down three games to one against the Warriors. So they needed to win three before the Warriors won one. And they did it. They won three in a row. And it was like this crazy improbable thing. And Kyrie Irving hit this amazing shot. And so he was on LeBron's team and they went to the finals a bunch of times. Since then, he's tried. He forced his way. He asked for a trade out of Cleveland while LeBron was still there. Said, I don't want to be on this team anymore. So that's when he got traded to Celtics. He was the best player on that team, and they were a huge disappointment. <laughs> and so, because it's a, like every time a great player leaves the city that he plays for, everyone's like, that guy sucks. Like, they're just. He never did anything Well, because they're just mad because yeah. they want him to stay, and he wanted out. When Kyrie Irving left the Celtics, everyone in Boston was like, Good riddance. (laughs) We'll see you later. Have fun with that, Brooklyn. He's a nightmare. So we'll see how it works out because they haven't been good this year, but he was hurt a little bit and Kevin Durant hasn't played at all. Two best players. So we'll see if they get better. Uh, Anthony Davis is currently LeBron's teammate. He's just like another incredibly good. He's kind of a big guy who's very skilled. He plays with LeBron right now on the Lakers. They were poised to be looking like one of the best teams this year before the league is yeah. no longer playing at the moment. Um, so he's just a very good player. James Harden. Ah, yes. You're familiar because. Sure am. 
because he famously dated Khloe Kardashian. Khloe Kardashian. And what else do you know about him? He's got a yucky beard. He's got <laughs> every time <laughs> I have on a game and the Rockets are playing and James Harden is on that. You're like, oh, God, it's so gross. It just needs to be like, taken in a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's big. too big. It's his brand, though. He's made I a whole brand care. out of it. OK, he can well. have a smaller brand. <laughs> like just shape hey, it. Hey, trim just, up your brand a little trim bit. Trim it up. Food is probably getting stuck in there. Well, yeah. Blah. All right. That's fine. I'm sure he's a very talented man. He's very talented. He's like he's almost a little bit of a villain as well. Because well, yeah. The not because of his <laughs> because of the way that he plays and the Rockets plays is very annoying to watch. Because he's very good at getting people to foul him so he can shoot free throws. An actor. And he does a lot of things that people are like. It's called traveling if you take multiple steps, more than two steps, technically, without the without dribbling. Mm-hmm. And so he does all these weird moves where he's like, people are like, that's traveling. He's like, does these step back threes mm-hmm. that are crazy. Mm-hmm. So he's like, people just, and but he's, the main thing is that he's really good at drawing he's fouls. toe in the line. And... People just hate the way that he plays. A lot mm. of people do. Um, but he's very good. It's the beard. It's it's the beard. Uh, Luka Doncic. Tell me more. Serbian. Oh. So there's been a huge, there's always been a handful of like international players and it's gotten more and more. The past five-ish years, there's been this huge surge. The NBA has done a lot of stuff internationally to like encourage players play in different countries and basketball is also just a big sport internationally. So you've seen this huge, like a lot more international players being successful. Whereas now if you look at the top, like a, you know, a bunch of the top young players, like under 25 who are the best up and coming guys in the league, almost like the majority of them are from other places. So, um, so he is from Serbia and he is uh, the only player on this list who is white, which is not nice. to say anything, but just somewhat, somewhat unique. Like there's plenty of white players in the league, but there's not that many who become like top players yeah. in the league. And he has he's it's only his second year this year. Wow. And he was already like in not like going to be the MVP, but like in that conversation of like, oh, he's one That's of the best amazing. players already. He's incredibly good. And then the last one is Zion Williamson. That's a cool name. Yeah. Have you heard of Zion? Nope. He is 6'6", six, six maybe, and like 300 pounds. Yeah, he's he's listed a little bit less than that, but people think he's closer he's to 300. He is, and he can jump. He became famous at like 15 because he's this, was this giant kid who was doing insane dunks. He's one of the heaviest, even though he's not that tall, I mean, six, <laughs> well, six, six is tall, but in a league where there yeah. are pe- people who three. are, yeah, Joel Embiid, who's another like really great player, is literally like seven, two. That's ridiculous. So six, six is average height. Aww. And so, but he's just thick. Is he relatively young? He, like he is a rookie this year. Okay. Rookie is means your first year in the like league. Videos of him playing in high school. Yeah. On he the was interwebs. an Instagram sensation. I probably 
saw something because he would just could just dunk like yeah. nobody's I, like, ever seen seeing before. videos of a kid yeah. that was just like insanely good and i was like there's no way that that kid is in high school well especially when yeah when you see him in high school and he's you know six three six, times the size yeah, of six, every six, other child 270 or yeah. whatever and he and there's just these that's a man these puny little <laughs> high school kids who are just getting dunked on mercilessly <laughs> over and over again yeah so he became he had before coming into the nba before i think before he went to duke for one year for college and before he went to college he had a million instagram followers he is a sense he's like a he's the first i would say because lebron was really hyped when he came in Mm -hmm. and he came right out of high school it was before they made a rule slightly after that where you had to wait one year out of high school before you come into the nba they're actually probably gonna get rid of that rule soon but lebron came straight out of high school and the hype was crazy this is the most hype a player has been since then wow and that was 17 years ago and now in the like social media age because he's just this and he's he's this monster massive dude with his body type like we've never seen before and he can just jump and dunk like it's unbelievable it's like people say you have to watch him in per- he's like one of those players you have to see in person mm-hmm. because there's certain guys there was the dude on we went to the Celtics Clippers game a couple times and once we sat not like in the front but like relatively close and Zubach for the Clippers is like this seven foot. He's one of those kind of classic big lumbering, yeah. kind of big. So he's not like a great player, but it just he's, makes everyone else look small. He, you just see him kind of close, and you're like, wow, these guys are giants. Yeah. So someone like Zion um, and Giannis, these guys who are like crazy big athletic specimens, and then they have all the skill to dribble and shoot and dunk. It's so wild. wild. And unfortunately, Zion this year was hurt for the first few months of the season. Right before the season started, he, he hurt his ankle or his knee or something. And so, but then when he came back, it was, it was a wild time. One to watch. Yeah, and that's it. So that's basketball. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I know. That's not everything you probably would need to know about no, basketball, but, but it gives like you a good more. foundation. And now when you're out there and you're having conversations with about sports, and that's, like yeah, I do. I mean, part of, yeah, well, part of the point of this is we want people to be able to be able to talk and have conversations with people that they know. I can participate in conversations now that I wasn't able to before. Yeah, you'll at least know the terms sort and of things, what's going some on. a handful of the people who that that uh that people are talking about. Yeah. So to wrap this up quickly, since we've gone on a little long here, um, I have a piece, a little trivia game. Oh, Not really a game, but just an interesting piece of trivia. And I want to see if you can get any of the answers. Okay. Because we're talking about a variety of sports across these next few episodes. So I've broken it down into football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. Even though we're not doing a full podcast about hockey. Those are kind of the four major American team sports that are most popular right now. Across those sports, there are six, technically seven that I'm going to name here, examples where two teams from different sports, Mm -hmm. mostly, Mm -hmm. share the same name, the same mascot. So, for example, the Los Angeles Lakers. There's no other Lakers. This is just, but Mm -hmm. that nickname, the Lakers... Six times across the major American sports that happens. I want to see if you can name any of those teams 
out of so you're basically pulling from a possible list of 12 oh boy 12 potential sports teams so i just want to see if even with just random shots in the dark if you can get any of these and then i'll go over them because i think it's just a fun little nugget of okay. trivia okay well i feel like there's got to be an animal one in there there's mm-hmm. maybe a color probably maybe. probably a racist one yeah <laughs> And okay, so let's see. You're just saying nouns. At no, this no, point. no. I'm just I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So there's probably an animal one. I'm feeling a bird. A bird. Maybe like an eagle. The Philadelphia Eagles, and is that right? No. That's oh. The <laughs> um. No, e- Eagles is not one. Turn it. The Blue Jays. A baseball team. And only a baseball. Oh. So you're hitting you're hitting sports mascots, but the... not the specific ones that I'm looking for. Ooh. I'll tell you, it's odd that it's most of them are not the like really generic. Mm. Oh, really? Things that you would Is... expect to be repeated. Yeah. Like just another example, the Tigers, Detroit Tigers are a baseball team. There's not any other. There's no tiger. Not any other tiger. I mean, there's college teams and stuff, but. Oh. In terms of like the big sports, wow. there's no other. So, tigers. is there an animal on this list? There is. There's a couple. Is one a bird? One is a bird. Ha! The um, birds. <laughs> birds. <laughs> God, I don't know. Give me one more common bird. This is, this is a bird that is pretty common. Raven. Okay, no, there's one raven. The Baltimore? Baltimore Okay, Ravens. I knew that one. I don't know what sport it is. But it's football. Okay. This bird is very common across, obviously, there's two crow. teams. No, no crows. <laughs> this is common across many sports, include a bunch of colleges as well. Pigeon. No. Pelican. There is one pelican, the New Orleans Pelicans, which is basketball. Mm. A common bird. I don't know. Parrot. No. <laughs> so, so you can't get off of birds. Is there any other just like think just start naming off some nouns that you know are sports teams and see if it hits any cowboys. Nope. I'm thinking <laughs> the uh, the uh, Red Sox, White the, Sox. Those are separate. Yankees. No. No duplication. Patriots. These are all teams, but no. Yes, they sure are. I'm just cycling through. Yeah, but there's no repeating. Anything I can think of. The Raptors. I'll give you a hint. One of them is in Los Angeles, the city that you currently reside. No, they're not in Los Angeles. Oh. They're moving. They are in Oakland, but they're moving, but they're moving to Las Vegas. Oh. Clearly, I'm really with the times. Uh, name Clippers. name all the teams that from Los Angeles. Clippers, that you could think Lakers, of. Mm-hmm. Chargers. Nope, that is one, but no. Angels. Nope. No. Dodgers. Nope. Kings. 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 So there are there is the both in California the Sacramento Kings, oh. which is a basketball team who have not been good for since like the early 2000s at all oh, so funny. they're not that relevant and then the los angeles kings who have been a very good hockey team the past few years that was a tough one um there's five others oh, uh, you got one God. which is about good enough so the bird is red i red. almost said that but i wasn't sure if it was just a color or if it no, was no no that, no red is not the name the bird oh. is red do you know Cardinal. You get Cardinals. So there's the St. Louis Cardinals, which is baseball. The Arizona Cardinals, which is football. Mm. Um, there is one more 
animal. Wait, isn't the the reds reds are a thing? Reds are a thing, but there's it's the reds and the red Sox, but those are okay. not exactly right. the same. <laughs> Both baseball. The there's one more animal that's a a cat, a large cat. Jaguar. No. Panther. Yes. Ooh. See, like you wouldn't think panthers would be no. super common, more common than tigers or lions no, or totally whatever. Think tiger would yeah. Be. So there's the because well the thing is is that a lot of times teams will pick if they pick an animal it's not always the case but sometimes they'll pick something that's like regional to are there pelicans in new orleans yeah they're on the water i've never been um (laughs) so i didn't know that was like a the prevalent animal carolina panthers is a football team Mm. and the florida panthers is a hockey team not familiar florida panthers you know not even amongst hockey teams, not that notable. A lot of the teams in the South like in right. hockey are like, not that they're, I mean, sometimes they're good, but they're just not. They don't the, have a lot of ice they're not, there. they're not like the marquee names of hockey teams that you think of. Because, uh, yes, there are marquee hockey teams. There that are. I think of. Like, have you heard of the Red Wings? Yeah. Detroit? Okay. Yeah. Oh, baby. See? Yeah. So there are some more fame. I mean, would yeah. I have come up with that myself? Sure. Absolutely not. The next one is a thing. That's a mode of transportation. The automobiles. <laughs> that is, there's actually a team name that's the the mobiles. Oh, really? The Ottawa mobiles. That's not a real team. Oh. <laughs> Your face is so like, excited. So yeah, that'd be a great team. The Ottawa mobiles. Genius. Uh, no. Um, think, mode of think, transportation. Think exciting form of transportation. Flyers. There, that is a team, but no, another more. What flies? That's Birds. cool. No <laughs> planes. What kind? Aeroplane. <laughs> Airplane. No, what's this type of plane? That's cool. That sounds cool. Jet plane. Jet. The, the jets. The jets. Oh. The New York Jets is a football team, and the Winnipeg Jets is a hockey team. I heard of that. Now they're. Uh, I think they moved from another city and became the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, that doesn't really sound like the New York Jets is a cool That's sounding a cool team. As much as I dislike them, the Winnipeg Jets. That sounds like it's more in a musical or something. <laughs> No, the New York Jets should be in the musical. They wow. should also have the New York Sharks. Uh, they have the they San dance Jose battle. <laughs> um, so there is, because the San Jose Sharks are also ho- hockey, so there is games in hockey that are the Jets <gasps> versus the oh Jets. Oh, my God. The, shar- the Jets versus the Jets, the Sharks versus the Jets. <gasps> we should go there. Okay. And just no. snap a lot <laughs> when they do something good. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up. Um, the next one is the Rangers. The mm. Texas Rangers is a baseball team. In New York. And the New York Rangers is a hockey team. So, yeah. I couldn't name is what a, sport that was. Well, but who cares? I've heard of them. And the last main one is the Giants. San Francisco oh. in baseball and New York Giants in football. Oh, now, there's one more. I mentioned Ottawa before. Mm-hmm. There's one more that does not fit my early description, but... It's pretty funny. In the Canadian Football League, uh-huh. for several years, for a long time actually, there was two teams in the same league with the same name. What? The Rough Riders. <laughs> How very specific. 
pick. The Ottawa Rough Riders and Saskatchewan Rough Riders. One of them, the distinction was one of them spelled it as one word, and the oh. other one spelled it as two words. And they ex- they coexisted for a long time. Oh. I think one of them, I think it's Ottawa. One of the two no, is no longer the Rough Riders. Um, the Should team sort of like collapsed in like I think went bankrupt or something, and they were out of the league. So as of the last like 15 years or something they don't exist anymore but the rough riders canadian football love that and that's where we end our podcast about (laughs) basketball is with a little nugget about canadian football i've learned so so much Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing thank you for receiving Sounds weird. Listen. Sure. Engaging. Engaging. Being engaged. Not to me, but to basketball. <laughs> I'm a basketball wife. <laughs> <laughs>